Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Paul Norton podcast. Now, it's been a few weeks since I've done a solo podcast, so actually really excited to get this one up and going. And this week, I want to I talk about something that no one really talks about, and it's going to sound absolutely bonkers, but that is the art of failing and always seeing a way to improve in every single situation. Now, this is something that I really worked on lately for myself, but also a lot of my clients. And when we look at health and fitness and anything in life, whether it's finances or relationships or the house or friendships, we always look at what's working well. We always look at trying to be better, trying to be good. You know, we look at health and fitness as a way that we have to lose weight. We have to get stronger. We have to get faster. No, when we look at relationships, we have to be amazing, has to be perfect, have to feel butterflies. Like a job, we have to do amazing. We have to get a pay rise. We have to get a payroll. We're always looking for what's working. And that's that's amazing. That's It's a good place to be. But what about if we fell in love with the process of failing? if we took failing on as a challenge, if we looked at failing as a way to improve, because it's so easy to get sucked into, you know, what is working and what is going good. But then when it comes to stuff that's not working, we tell ourselves we're a failure. It's not working. It's shit. You know, whatever it may be. I've done this for before. You know, I wouldn't lose weight. I wouldn't get stronger. I'd have a bad relationship. I, you know, something wouldn't go right. And I'm a failure. Oh, I'm shit. I'm no good. I'm useless. Tell myself all these stories. So then next week, I try do the exact same thing as last week. And the same thing happens. I don't lose weight or I don't do this. And then I'm a failure again. And every single week, become a failure, a failure, a failure. And we've all been there before. Look at anything you've done in life or your health and fitness journey or anything. When's the last time you looked at something that didn't work so well? Example, a failure. And actually smile and say, this is a good thing. It doesn't happen because it sounds bonkers. But imagine if you were to, you know, look at every single week. And rather than seeing things that didn't go wrong, didn't go so well, and things that we seem to be a failure... What have we looked at them as things to improve on? Like imagine that every single week you're able to improve on any situation. You can use this with anything, not just weight loss and fat loss. But one of the biggest mindset shifts I've had in my own health and fitness journey, now I've lost 35 kg to date, but also my clients who work with now, the biggest mindset shift that we've that we've had and they have is every single week look at this things that we can improve on. Fall in love with the process of failing. Fall in love with the process of things not going so well. Because every time you f- perceive yourself as failing, every time something seems that it's not going so good, every time that something hasn't gone your way, look back and say to yourself, this is a good opportunity for me to improve. You know, that's the biggest thing, always looking for improvements. Because that's the thing with any weight loss and fat loss journey, any health and fitness goal. 
we're always striving to succeed. We're always striving to become a better version of ourselves. We're always striving for like the best and winning and succeeding. But we never actually accept the fact that we are going to fail at something or what we perceive as failure. No matter what we do, there's going to be weeks, days where things don't go so well. There's going to be weeks where you may not see your weight shift. You may not see your body fat drop. You may not get stronger. You may not get faster. You may not get that job promotion. You may not get the pay rise. And that's okay as well. Them things are going to happen. So it's about knowing that failure is part of any process. Because what we do in life, in health and fitness, in your job, relationship, it's all a process. And processes are going to have failures along the way. If we didn't fail, how can we get better? If we didn't have shit weeks or not so good weeks, how can we know what good weeks are? Because without knowing what a shit week is, we cannot know what a good week is. Without knowing what it feels like to not reach a certain target, we don't know how to reach that target. So everything has a process. Same with your health and fitness goals, your journeys. Everything has a process. And it's about falling in love with that process. I've become addicted, not addicted, but I've really started to, you know, dive into the fact of what I perceive as failures. And since I've seen it from this, this, this different perspective, I don't never fail. I'm always improving because something that I perceived as a failure is actually, it's more like a motivational tune to get better. So let's say as an example, you've, you've had a full week of training, you've been good and you just, let's say you haven't, you didn't lose weight as an example. You know, rather than seeing that as, ah, oh, I've done the best I could, I'm absolutely shit, I'm a failure, this is pointless. Look at how can you improve. How can you use that feeling as a way to improve next week? You look back at your food choices, look back at your sleep, look back at your stress levels, look back at your training levels. If you use that feeling of, I didn't lose weight this week, I'm a failure. Use that as a way to improve. How can I improve next week? Well, this week, actually, looking back now, I only tracked my food for three days a week. The other four days, I didn't really track. But I was eating good. But then when you think when you think about deeper, oh, I actually had a slice of pizza after work, or I had a few beers, or I had some chocolates, had sweets. You know, then all of a sudden, what you've done is, rather than perceiving this as a shit week and a failure week, you've looked for improvements. So now you've gone back and you've actually seen where you can improve on. So next week, you go into the week and you think, right, next week I'm going to improve. I'm going to manage my food for seven days a week. You do this for seven days a week. You stick to your targets, stick to your goals. And all of a sudden, then you've ended up losing weight the week after. This is because you've seen that previous week as it being a failure, as a way to improve. Because you're always looking for ways to improve. Same relationship. You know, when you date someone, it's not just going to be all dandy dandy, like flowers and sunshine is going to be up and down. There's always going to be things to work on. And I've often been like, some of the best relationships I've ever had, well, I'm single now, so um, I don't know whether it was a good thing, but some of the best relationships I've ever had and some of the best advice I've received off people who've been together for years and years is like at the end of the week, like just chatting about how the week went, how things work, communication. 
Because relationships, jobs, health and fitness, weight loss, strength goals, fitness goals, job promotions, it's all a process. Processes take work. You know, and unfortunately with processes, there are going to be some failures. If you have an argument with your partner, it doesn't mean that the relationship is shit. It doesn't mean that the relationship is going to end. But it may mean that it's a way to improve. You could improve your communication. You could maybe understand your partner's love language more. You know, it's little stuff like that that you're always trying to improve. Because how often have you been in a relationship and you've had a massive argument and then next week you tell your friends, it's shit, we had an argument, it's no good. I don't see a future in it. Because already we've perceived that as a failure, as something's not working. But what if we look back at that argument and just looked at how could we improve? Well, maybe we can improve in communication. Maybe we could have told him how he was feeling. Maybe we could have told him that it was really important that he was there at 7 o'clock. You know, just little stuff like that. Communication, looking for ways to always improve. Because then you're never going to fail. And your health and fitness is such a good example. Because so many of us will sign up to coaches and do a 12-week shred plan or a 14-week shred plan or whatever shred plan it may be. And, you know, we'll have this expectation that every single week we should be winning, we should be always doing this. But unfortunately, life tends to get in the way sometimes. And when life gets in the way, we may not see weight loss or we may not see fat loss. We may not see our body change. But if we look back and ask ourselves, well, how can we improve on this? How can I use this week as a way to improve? Every single week you're going to get better. It could be a case, oh, I went out on Saturday night and I had cocktails. But this week I'm going to have maybe some vodka and gin instead, low calorie. Then the week after, we still don't see results. You can say to yourself, well, maybe this week, rather than having 10 vodka gins, I'm going to have five vodka gins. And you keep on improving. The whole idea is that we keep on improving. Because here's the thing, with your weight loss and fat loss or health and fitness, it boils down to the simple fact of if you're sticking to your calorie deficit, if you're exercising regularly, if you are you know, getting enough sleep, you are going to see results, but more so the deficit. If you're in a deficit, fat loss will occur. It will happen. It's science. So if you're in a deficit continuously for seven days or whatever it may be, if you're exercising regularly, you know, you are going to see weight loss or fat loss happening. It's regardless. But there's going to be weeks there where things don't go to plan. You go over your calories. You eat too much takeaways. You're drinking too much. You know, stuff gets in the way. You go on holidays. And that's fine as well. But it's looking back and saying, how can I make improvements next week to adhere to my target so I can see the results I want to see? Because I always come back to how you want to feel. You want to feel amazed in your own skin. You want to feel more confident. You want to feel more motivated. You want to have more energy. You want to have better sex. You want to have a better sex drive. You want to be able to wear that dress or wear that bikini and feel amazing in it. You want to drop a dress size, two dress sizes. Allow yourself to feel that way. And when you tell yourself and ask yourself that question, how do I want to feel in 12 months time? Then work back the way. Because once you know how you want to feel in 12 months time, in a year's time, not four weeks time or six weeks time, think big, look at the long game. Some of my best clients who've got unbelievable results that's changed their life have come from being working with me for 8, 12, 14 months, 22 months, like the long game. 
I've had my coat for three years now and I've dropped 35 kg. Becomes part of my lifestyle. So once I know how I want to feel, then we can work back the way and then we have a plan in place. And it's not about restrictive eating, it's not about giving up your social life, but it's about doing the best you can and making this some habits that you can sustain for the rest of your life. And we want to fall in love with the process of failing because without failure, we cannot succeed. Without failure, it cannot grow. Without failing and feeling that feeling of like not getting the goal you want to get, you're not going to be able to get the goal you want to get because again, without without pain, there's no uh, there's no gain. Without good, there's no bad. Without positive, there's no negative. Without rain, there's no sun. Without good, there's no bad. So everything has a positive and negative. Like it's like a it's like a magnet. So when we look at failure, we have to fail at some point in time to grow forward, because now you're looking to use them failures as a way to get better. You know, let's say if you left the oven on. Let's say you put your hand in the fire, right? It's a good example. Let's say the fire is light and it's really warm. You put your hand in the fire. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to burn your hand. Now, you could look at it as a failure. And it is a failure. Because let's say you wanted to take a log out of the fire or a piece of coal out of the fire. So you use your hand. You burn your hand. You could say you failed. Or you could say... You know how can I improve on this next time? So next time you get um you get a tongs or you get like a metal rod to pick up the piece of coal. But if you didn't go through that the first time, you wouldn't have known that. So you see what you've done. You've used this failure, perceived failure, as a way to actually improve, because now you can take the coal out of the burning hot fire and not burn your hand. When we look at a weight loss goal or a fat loss goal or dropping a dress size. If you haven't reached a certain goal, look at look back at the week and ask yourself, did I do everything I possibly could to adhere to my targets that are working towards my goals? Because when we look back most times, we haven't done 100%. And again, it's not about restricting our food or restricting anything or being you know a hermit, but it's about knowing that right. We feel a certain way. We have certain goals. We have certain targets. We want to reach them targets, reach them goals. We want to change how we feel now. But in order to do that, something has to change. We have to maybe have less beer. We have to have maybe less takeaways. And this bullshit online of coaches with the six pack and the big arms and all the rest telling you that you can eat the food you want and drink as much as you can and still see results. It's complete nonsense and I will challenge anyone who says otherwise because it's okay for these coaches who, you know, their body probably requires 2,500, 3,000, 4,000 calories to maintain himself. But when you've got someone who needs to be, you know, who, who whose maintenance levels is 1,600 calories as an example, if they were to go consume alcohol every weekend and takeaways, they're not going to be able to stick to their targets so a lot of these coaches who spout this shit have been in the gym for years and years they've built muscle their BMR is higher your BMR is your basic metabolic rate which means it's basically how much calories your body needs to maintain itself to stay alive so the more muscle mass you have the more active you are the more your BMR is higher so let's say you've got these coaches 
whose BMR is 3,000 cal- calories because I've been doing it for years and years. But let's say you starting out your health and fitness journey. Let's say, an example, your BMR could be, you know, let's say it's 1,800 calories, as an example. So if you were to go have a takeaway, let's say a katsu curry, 12, 1,400 calories. You know, chicken curry, probably the same. For a coach who's on three, 4,000 calories, it doesn't make much of a difference. But for someone who's been struggling for years and years, like my mum, whose BMR is maybe 1,800, for her to have takeaways, have alcohol every single week, it's going to be detrimental to her goals. And this isn't, this isn't forever. This is for a short time. If you have to sacrifice some stuff at some point in time, it could be reducing alcohol, it could be making your own takeaways. You know, last night is a good example. I made spaghetti bolognese. Everything was organic. It was absolutely amazing. You know, minced the whole shebang. 450 calories. To get that same meal probably in an Italian restaurant, probably looking at 1,000, 1,100 calories. So it's just making them small little changes that make all the difference. So when we look at your health and fitness goals, like did I do everything I possibly could to reach my targets? Well, if you've had the takeaway or two takeaways in the week, if you drank beer or drank wine, whatever it may be, three or four bottles of wine, and you haven't seen the results you want to see, well, ask yourself then, did you do everything you possibly could to stick to your targets? Because if you've stuck to your targets, you will lose weight and lose fat. But realistically, if you are having takeaways every single weekend, if you're having two or three or four bottles of wine every week, the chances of you sticking to a target is very, very slim. It's very hard, and I've been there before, but I know what it feels like. So there's a lot of stuff online that it's just it's it's a lot of nonsense there just to get the sale and get money off people, and it's not really fair because honesty is always going to be the best answer. And we all know this that in order to change a certain way how we feel, to whether we drop a dress size to it requires work, but unfortunately, as humans we don't like we don't like that work aspect. We like the quick fixes. We like the quick, you know, the quick rushes. So when we see some guy online or some, you know, girl online who is absolutely ripped and shredded and are telling you, oh, you can get these results in four weeks. You can drink what you want. Of course, we're going to buy into their program because why wouldn't we? I would buy it into it. But when we look at, you know, the long-term game, it's not sexy saying, oh, you might have to reduce your alcohol consumption. You might have to do takeaways. And you, in the grand scheme of things, if you look at your calories, you don't have to reduce anything, but it's going to bloody help. It's going to help heaps. So again, anyone that tells you online that you can have takeaways every single week and drink flat out every single week and still see results, they're talking through the hole because it's going to be very, very, very difficult. Like for me, a good example, I went out a few weeks ago and had a massive night. The next day then in order, and I tracked all my alcohol, and it was something I went over, like, I think it went, like, 1,500 calories over. That next Sunday, I had to nearly, near enough starve myself so I could stay on track with my my caloric intake for the whole week. That's not a very nice feeling. To spend Sunday, like, on very little food just so I could be in a deficit to reach my results isn't really nice. So it would have been far more easier for me to drink less that night or maybe not drink at all. And work towards my goals. And in 12 or 16 or you know, six months time when I've reached my goals, then we start to enjoy life more. 
because there's nothing wrong with setting out a goal and if your goal is to lose two dress sizes drop 5 10 kg 15 20 kg drop 1 kg and if you have to put your head down for 12 or 16 weeks or even six months to get them results to feel amazing to feel confident that's a very small price to pay in terms of your time for the rest of your life imagine that imagine investing six months of your time into your body to get you the dream results it's not a long time but yet we've so many people who just don't want to do it because they feel that they're missing out on life if they're not getting smashed every weekend or you know they're being it's a shit that you have to give up this to in order to get results but unfortunately this is the hard truth at some point in time you have to make sacrifices if you want them results you have to sacrifice something doesn't mean not socializing but it may mean that you might have to switch your cocktails to falcon soda water it could be a case you might have to drink less could be a case you might have to you know dive down and takeaways manage your food intake because yes everything comes with carry deficit but realistically you're having takeaways every single week having pizza every single week having alcohol every single week is that really helping you go towards your goals because we know the answer the answer is no but we don't like saying it so like i asked you this question is if you do if you want to change how you feel and look now something in your life has to change and we know this but we don't want to admit this we don't want to say oh i might have to manage my food or i might have to not drink on a saturday or i might have to you know drink diet coke on a saturday it's not sexy it doesn't sound sexy but what is sexy is the results you're going to get so again when we go back to failure again if you've nothing has changed and you're not seeing results can you really say you failed a week or can you look at that and say actually i can improve this week next week i'm not going out i'm going to stay in read a book make some spaghetti bolognese tracker not going to drink or i'm not going to go out on a bed i'm going to have a one or two glass of wine because it's making them them change that will help you get the results you want to get because once you get the results you want to get then you're going to feel amazing but here's the snag anyone you see online who promotes this this shit of you can eat and whatever you want and get the results you want to get look at their shape now they're in incredible shape but once upon a time they weren't in that incredible shape and i can guarantee you this they were had to have stuck to something or had to sacrifice something or had to be disciplined in some area of their life to get them results but the the main goal is when you get them results when you're feeling good feeling amazing you've dropped the dress size or two you're feeling lean you're feeling toned then you can start to enjoy life a little bit more start introducing your foods because most likely your bmr is going to be higher you've built some muscle you've dropped some body fat you're more active so your body is burning more calories at any given point compared to the you that was here six seven eight twelve months ago so you having them extra glass of wine or a takeaway won't be as detrimental as it would have been for the old you who would only start out their health and fitness journey and that's the difference this is something that no one really speaks about no one really talks about because why would that it's not sexy it doesn't sell what sell is quick 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 results fad results weight loss fast looking good fast 
but it's not sustainable. Sustainable long-term isn't sexy. It takes work. It's like a relationship. When we date someone at the very start, it's fun, it's exciting, it's sexy, it's all them emotions, butterflies. But then, one year, two year, three year, you get married, you've got kids, it hasn't got the same feeling. And it requires work. It really requires work to, to sustain that, to have a happy, healthy life and have them feelings. There's no reason why you can't still have them feelings when you first start dating someone. But it takes work. Like your health and fitness goals, it takes work. Quick fixes don't last. One night stands don't last. You know, friends of benefits or the DTS, whatever you call them, down to fucks nowadays, don't last. Things that last take work. Things that are worth it take work. Like things that you're going to have for the rest of your life takes work. It's not an easy quick fix. And sometimes doing the work isn't sexy. But for the bigger picture, to have you feeling sexy, feeling better, feeling more motivated, have you feeling amazing on your own skin again is all that matters. And that's huge. So again, failure is never a failure if you're always looking to improve. Everything has a way to improve. Whether you're listening to a podcast or whether I do a podcast, whether I write a book, whether I'm reading a book, my bedtime, everything we do, we can always find some way to improve. So if you can fall in love with improving, you're always going to improve. Imagine that. Rather than seeing things as like shit and bad and perceiving this failure, see things as, oh, I can improve here. I can get better here. I'm looking at my bed right now and it's not made very good. My room's a bit messy. I know I can improve on that. I can improve my bed making skills. You know, I'm looking at my floor. It's a bit dirty. I know I can improve and clean my room a bit better. So already there's two ways of I can improve. Rather than looking at my bed as, ooh, that bed isn't made properly, I'm a failure. I can't make my bed. I can look away ways how I can improve it. If I ever meet my fitness goal this week, how can I improve? Maybe I need to do another gym session. Last week I done two gym sessions. This week I'm going to do four gym sessions. Last week I only tracked my food for five days. This week I'm going to track my food seven days. Last week I didn't hit my protein targets for four days. This week I'm going to hit my protein targets. There's always way to improve. And when we improve, we get better. When we get better, we see results. When we see results, we feel motivated. When we feel motivated, we feel amazed in our own skin because everything is just one big domino effect. So I really hope this podcast, you know, made sense. It's nice, short and sharp, not too, not, not a big one today, but it's just seeing things from a different perspective because it's one thing that's really helped me is falling in love with the, falling in love with the, the term of failing and looking at ways I can improve in every area. Because once you're always trying to improve, you're always going to keep winning because you're constantly winning, winning, winning. You're stimulating your brain to win. If we focus on the negatives, focus on what didn't work, focus on the failures that we perceive as failures, we're always going to fail every single week. We're going to get knocked back. Didn't lose weight. We didn't happen this. This didn't happen. We're going to keep on getting knocked back time and time and time again. So ask yourself, was this week a failure or can I improve? Because I promise you, you can improve in some shape or form, some area. 
if you've tracked your food the whole time, if you've logged your food every single day, hit your targets every single day, you've gone to the gym five, six times a day, there's still areas you can improve on. Maybe you could get an extra hour of sleep. Maybe you can get some more steps in. Maybe you could have done an extra rep in the gym. Maybe you could have done a little bit heavier weight. Maybe you could have had, I don't know, like less alcohol during the week so you didn't feel hungover on the Sunday. So there's always ways that we can improve and get better. So that's that's the art of, of failing. Failing is an art because if you can master falling in love with failing, you're always going to win because nothing will ever stop you. Your friends will see a failure, they'll panic. You'll see a failure and you'll see an opportunity to grow. How mad is that? Like imagine that. If failing is an opportunity to grow, failing is an opportunity to become a better version of yourself. Failing is an opportunity to become 1% better than the week before, than the day before, than the month before, than the year before. And that gets me excited. That's what gets me out of bed every day, is knowing that there's always going to be a challenge. Something isn't going to go the way it's meant to. Something's going to happen. It's going to throw me off course. But rather than me let that derail me, I'm going to use that little failure. I'm going to grab him by the scruff of the neck. I'm going to use it as a way to grow an opportunity to become better because that's healthy that's that's a sustainable approach you can do this for the rest of your life quick fixes are only a quick fix when you can master this mindset you will always win nothing will ever get you down because you're always looking for a way to improve things and accept that failures will happen accept that things will not go the way they should be most things in life Nothing's ever going to be dandy or saily or nice or shiny. Everything takes work, everything takes pain, everything takes stress. But once you understand this, you'll have the tools and the knowledge to become that better version of yourself. As always, you know, love if you could share this podcast, if it's made sense, if you've liked me rambling on for the last half hour, you know, please share it to your stories, you know, send it to your friends. I'd love if you could, you know, download it. I'd love if you could just give me a rating, just, you know, give me a one or two star, whatever you want. You know, the more I can share these podcasts with people like yourself, it means I can help you in some shape or form. But if you can just get one nugget from this, just one little snippet, that's all we want. Just the tiniest thing is like, oh, that makes sense. Not the whole podcast, just one snippet that can improve your life. From me to you, adios.